Hi. Hi. <laughs> Hi, everybody. It's um, our 21st birthday. It's our 21st birthday, so we're really drunk. 21 today. We've Woo! just done shots off Helen's desk. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this week on Rules for Life, we have the brilliant writer and activist, Miss Honey Ross. Yes, we do. Um, uh, Honey does lots of things, and... <laughs> yeah, she does. She does many things. She's the founder of the Pink Protest, one of the founders. Yes. And uh, she also has her own podcast, which yep. is called The Body Protest, which launched uh this week or the week before. I yeah, believe. very recently. So you should get on board that. Yeah. Go and have a listen to that after you've listened to this. Yes. Um Honey spoke to us about some interesting topics. One of them to do with Pims, a girl after my own heart. <laughs> uh and another to do with garlic. A girl after Helen's My own heart. heart. Yeah. Um, so go and have a listen. Tell us what you think. Wish us happy birthday. Yeah, come on. We're 21. Get, where are the tweets giving us free gifts? Yeah, we're only 21 once. Exactly. <laughs> Forever 21. <laughs> That's who should sponsor this episode. <laughs> oh, come up with these so late in the day. I know. Okay. Uh, anyway, we hope you like the episode and we will see you on the other side. Uh, au revoir. My dad says I swear too much on this podcast. He says there's too much effing and jeffing. And, uh, effing and, jeffing. and my grandma broke her hip uh, at the beginning of the year. And he went, that's the last thing your grandma needs is to hear you effing and jeffing. It will send her back into the hospital. And <laughs> Did she I, listen? No, thank God. Well, then please don't let my grandma fine. listen. I also, there's never enough effing and jeffing, yeah. to be quite frank. Yeah. It's like all those BuzzFeed articles that say the more that you F and J, the more that you swear, you're smarter. Apparently swearing helps relieve pain. Like if you stub your toe and you swear, it actually helps like release the chemicals that will heal you. Well, there we go. So F and J, leave your heart away. Actually, it's probably good for your mental health, physical health. Yeah, definitely good for your mental health. A fuck a day keeps the doctor away. That's a different thing. (laughs) (laughs) But also, that does also work. I don't Um, hate that. (laughs) And how did you find coming up with your rules for life? Um, I feel a bit like I haven't prepared enough. Like yeah. I suddenly got like, I was like, how many rules do I need to have again? And I was like, ah. just five. Just five there. rules. I'm sweating. <laughs> I'm really nervous. I feel like I haven't revised it's, for it's my rule, exam. Rule number one is prepare. Yeah. Prepare your be rules. Prepared. <laughs> be prepared. Also. I'm like, no, I feel very unprepared. I will be honest. Oh, ladies. don't be. That's yeah, fine. Yeah, sorry. No, we'll just, sorry. We'll just go with it. I think it's like, it's either something that I think comes quite naturally. Like, it went, obviously, when we came up with the idea for this, me and Helen like went away and I was like, this is quite hard. <laughs> <laughs> but then you do, like, I wrote down like 20 things. And I was like, are any of these actually rules? Are these just sort of statements or like a sentence? Well, I think there's like, because some rules are like, well, I mean, I could go into my first rule because some rules are practical, but some rules are more like airy-fairy. You know what I mean? Like, is that that okay? Yeah, Yeah. that's going to be fine. My friend who's doing the podcast tomorrow texts me being like, my rule is just like put salt on everything like it's just really basic and I was like I well, love that okay good it's yeah. good to know some people have also done cooking rules yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh no they're all food, lots of food ones often food rules or like yeah you're, don't worry okay like this isn't a test <laughs> it fit, I think I just my anxiety is so bad everything feels like a test I'm like oh my god I'm gonna fail and it's like this is a doctor's appoint you can't fail <laughs> move your cast I just got my the cast of my not my cut what's it called sling. what is it a sling the oh. velcro got stuck to my <laughs> oh my god I hate oh. it it's so disgusting my sister once broke her wrist 
at a heavy metal music festival classic and then traveled to orlando florida to visit me and my family at disney world and she had not washed her cast once (gasps) and she took the cast off i shouldn't she's gonna be like honey why the fuck (laughs) throw me under the bus for being disgusting she took the little like wrist sling off and the whole car filled with like (sighs) it's what like rotten vinegar like we were all like betty what the fuck is that (laughs) (laughs) but you know we love her she's great she's better at hygiene now (laughs) we all go through phases yeah but like i mean this is again this is but like i had a cast on my arm i got it taken off on monday and yesterday i washed it properly for the first time and my skin just all like was coming off off. in my hands oh no i love that like it it was like when you go to the korean spa and they literally slough your skin away have you ever done that in la (gasps) it's the best thing to do if you ever go to la is go to the korean spa any korean spa they're all good and like a woman in white underwear (laughs) not like sexy white underwear like practical briefs yeah you're completely <laughs> naked. She's in white underwear. Will lie you on a bed, and you can also just see other women naked. Like okay. the, the version of like um, a, a privacy blind is they put a towel over your eyes. <laughs> so I literally like my friend came on holiday with me and my mum, and we went to the Korean spa. Yeah. My friend went, I just saw up your mother. <laughs> and I was like, oh my god! But they like slough your skin like with well, a, everywhere with an exfoliating everywhere they did my friend's ass crack wow like thank god it was got so much dead skin <laughs> <Wow>. in. <laughs> but like they really slough you like they're literally like but you can see your skin peeling off because they it's use painful. like it, no it feels really good they like because it's like an exfoliating mitten and they just do really hard and fast circles all over your body wow you feel amazing so off. actually my that. arm is regenerated if yeah anything, much, it's better anything than ever i need to break the other one just to <laughs> just to get that luxury just, treatment yeah, you could just, just exfoliate so- I mean, it happened on my hat, I and mean, it's just so gross. Anyway, I, I'm, the Korean spa sounds nice. <laughs> <laughs> Nicer than breaking your arm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 But Probably choose that. No, I think that's, you know, you do need that on your body, don't you? I mean, I like now, because I've had the taste of the Korean spa, I will use an aggressive mitten and exfoliate my whole body every time I have a bath. And people always tell me how soft I am. Yeah. Well, and I crave validation, so it's <laughs> perfect. <laughs> you're so soft. Your ass crack is so you're soft. You're <laughs> the smoothest ass crack I've ever seen. <laughs> oh, there. Okay. Um, so, yes. so we, we, were, we were on rule one, and then I got my uh, my plaster stuck to my velcro <laughs> of my sling. Um, r- rule number one. This is more a piece of advice. Okay. This was a piece of advice which I now apply to. It's my rule for life. I mean, yeah. literally the name of the podcast. <laughs> my mum gave it to me, and she basically said, "Anytime you think someone is being off with you or upset with you." it's probably got nothing to do with you. Like yeah. if someone comes in and they're like a bit weird and a bit offish and a bit cold. And like, I think I used to do this. And I know a lot of people do this where you go like, oh my God, are they mad at me? Oh my God, yeah. I think they're quite mad at me. They're not. Yeah. They're, they're probably having a bad day or blah, blah, blah. And that is an amazing rule for life. It's now, I'm like, it's not got anything to do with me. It's got what what's going on in their life. Like yeah, look, sometimes yeah. you have been a dick and like, you know, there's always exceptions to the rule, but that is to me, it was a life. When I was like, oh, everyone's just got their own shit going on yeah honey that was one of my rules no way yeah just that if someone is if someone is making you feel like shit or if if like what was it <laughs> <laughs> yours <laughs> i think was the more extreme it was like, like yeah if it was more like nasty if, or... yeah if someone makes you feel bad about yourself or makes you feel like not makes you feel low self-esteem mm. what's the word insecure. it's normally because of it's their normally own... because they're insecure yeah, it and it's their issue it yeah, yeah yeah so it's that thing of going but that applies like in person of going like 
oh god why are they treating me like this yeah or being like oh god have i upset them are they annoyed yeah you haven't no probably just having a weird day yeah like they've got stuff going on at home you don't know about exactly yeah and i again for me that was completely life-changing it was such a switch where i was like oh <laughs> oh, I don't have to spend my day feeling incredibly uncomfortable yeah. panicking about this other person. Also, it's made me a more empathetic, nice person because if someone's a bit weird with me, I'll be like, hey, what's going on? Yeah, yeah, like, hey, yeah. Come on, tell. And they'll be like, actually, I'm just I'm really stressed. I'm like, it's okay. I'm yeah, like, hey, yeah. It's all right. So that, that's a very good rule it is that, that really I've found one. to live by. Yeah. Um, I don't know if any of my other ones are going to be that powerful. <laughs> but I think that's like, that is one that you learn. Like either, I think I learned it myself. I, it just suddenly yeah. clicked. But if you have someone tell you that, I'd love to tell everyone that because I think it's a good message yeah. to spread instead of people panicking and dwelling on well, it's what easy, they've done it's wrong. It's very easy to think that it's all about you all the it time is. <laughs> it is oh, well, it is um wait it's not <laughs> and yeah as soon as you're like oh hang on a sec i'll take myself out of this equation and yeah just focus on the other person yeah it's a very good feeling yeah just to be like and also you can help your friend better yeah like yeah. and actually know what's going on yeah help them out they've probably just broken their arm yeah, yeah. sorry I'm and it stinks absolutely stinks Beth came in yeah. face like thunder and we were like what have we done now she just broke her arm. I've got another rule, but I think it might be a bit mean. Um, <laughs> I want to hear it right now. I like. I don't want people to think I'm being like a judgmental bitch, but <laughs> this is a rule that has helped me so much in my life. Um, mainly because I used to do it all the time, and again, it was wisdom from my mum. Self-deprecating humour is not charming. Ooh, Ooh. yes. Uh, like I used to put myself down constantly yeah, yeah. because I was like, if I put myself down first, people won't be able to put me down. Yeah. No, no one wants to put you down. No one gives a shit. Yeah, Everyone's yeah. wrapped up in their own stuff. Self-deprecating humor just makes other people uncomfortable yeah. and makes people have to do more emotional labor for you. It's not people's job to do that. Yeah. yeah. When I figured that out, I was like, oh, wow, I'm a much nicer person for this. Yeah. yeah. And it makes my friends more comfortable. I'm like, why wouldn't I want to do that? Like, yeah. Yeah. I, I like that because I think you can't like I I realized about myself that my like default things break the ice is to complain I mm. think nothing brings people together quite like complaining <laughs> but then some people like that's quite a negative way yeah. to go into the world which is similar with like self-deprecation like you're trying to break the ice by like yeah like I this was obviously like before i found like body positivity and self-love yeah. and all of those good things that seem to come around like five years ago yeah. but um i would just be like haha i'm, I'm fat and people yeah. would be like okay <laughs> like, what, like what the fuck are you like, are you all right like good it's morning. not it's not like yeah it's you know it's a very negative way to go in and for every laugh you'll get you'll actually just have people go call that poor girl like yeah, i hope she's yeah. all right and like also negative self-talk is like proven to be bad for you like it's actually so damaging to talk negatively about yourself because you take that on board like even if you think you're saying something as a joke you internalize that yeah you you feel that without realizing like even subconsciously so i'm like no i don't do that anymore me and my boyfriend call it joke truths yeah there's always like a grain of truth because it was like oh you must actually feel like yeah, that about yeah, yourself yeah, yeah. to say yeah. it yeah i'm this uh, like makes me think about because i was thinking about this the other day like american comedy actually someone interviewed me about this and they were like do you think what was it 
It was uh, how I think about like big shows that are popular in America are comedy roasts. Yeah. And uh, what was the other one? Anyway, something about that. <laughs> but it was like going that actually that is, uh, you know, Jeff Ross does this whole thing where he was, the, his book is called Only Roast the Ones You Love. And it's all about actually like how it's a very like uh, loving wholesome thing to do comedy because well, it shows how much you know them you yeah. can only roast someone mm, you actually know you yeah can't, if you roast a stranger it's just harassment yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I think, but that's it's the thing brilliant. i find is so strange like that to me i'm not sure i find it funny and it doesn't work in england because we are so like yeah we, we manage it like obviously we have a comedy roast in england but um on Comedy Central, don't we? But as in, it's like the thing of going. But it, there's a reason it never really took off. Yet. Yeah. yeah. My, like, look, my dad's literally one of the hosts on Rose Battle. Sorry. No. <laughs> no, but there's a reason it's not it, ever had we, its kind of yeah. big moment because yeah. it's like I think in our culture it's just like it just That's feels just mean. mean. I'm like, yeah, yeah. exactly. Also, I think we're all just quite fragile. I'm like, please yeah. just leave yeah. me alone. <laughs> like, I, it is actually just quite. I, I don't find the comedy in self-deprecation like obviously there are some stand-ups who it, it's perfect but yeah. like in america they're all so confident all american comedians are they're pretty, untouchable yeah, yeah that actually the roast work over there because no one gives a shit seemingly whereas, and you could say the most awful stuff one whereas, thing i will say about british comedians is god they're so vulnerable i just yeah. look after them i'm like yeah. god, they're all so raw like the please make sure vulnerable. they're all right <laughs> and it's like they are but like well i mean maybe they're not yeah. who is all right but <laughs> <laughs> No, it's it's interesting. Yeah, like in my friendship group, we're all quite, my friends from school, we always used to really roast each other quite a lot. And like one of my best friends, Ethan, absolutely snapped and just went, why am I always the clown? Oh. And now we always say that to each other when we're taking it too far. Yeah, like if yeah. someone's like roasting you too hard, we go like, I'm not the clown. I don't yeah. want to be the clown anymore. Because it's oh. like, it, you know, it touches a nerve. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so anyway, that's just what that made me think of, that self-depreciating well, remember- and like negative humor isn't to me necessarily humor well like yeah, yeah. I, I watch that we can do better yeah. it doesn't feel like we can just because you really watch comedy to actually like well i do to actually have a belly laugh otherwise i'm like well what's the point mm. and watching roast battles sort of you just sort of go oh rather yeah. than like you're not laughing you're just yeah. like oh that's a different like discipline a, yeah like making someone properly like chuckle for like a wholesome gag you're yeah. like that's just joyful whereas yeah. roasting someone it's a skill set for sure but it's like <laughs> Oh, you just—you're just very good at taking people apart and yeah. finding their insecurities. The what? There was one I watched which was uh, brilliant, which was Jessica and yeah, Alfie yeah. Brown because they just roast each other yeah. about having babies together and how awful Alfie was. <laughs> it's it's great. They're a great team. Yeah. So that's like that's interesting to watch. But I think yeah, you're right. We're just so vulnerable in the UK that it's just like we try and apply these american formats and they're just it's just like no nope. you're um you're so ugly your mum didn't want you i'm sorry <laughs> I, i've met your mum and she's so nice she's a lovely woman she yeah. makes lovely scones yeah, yeah. <laughs> i've really think friends. of us as like we're like mr crabs without his shell like you yeah. know he's like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like that's everyone in this country yeah. <laughs> like we're just raw crabs raw crabs mm. delicious uh, yeah i think that's that's good that's a great rule. Thank you. Some good solid a really rules good from your rule. mum. She sounds like yeah, she's, she's a, a good she's, wise woman. She's very wise. She's got a, But then also she's from that generation where they're all just a mess. You know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> I'm like, they're so good at giving advice, but they're not, not good at receiving it. it. Yeah. yeah. But, not you know. good at receiving it or acting it out. Yeah. No, but she's yeah. the best. She's amazing. Yeah. My mum is amazing. Yeah. She's uh, a powerful lady. And she'll be on next week. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Bring Jane in. <laughs> um, what about rule number three? 
Uh, this is a cooking rule. Right. Yeah, great. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Moving on to the food. Uh, now, um, onto the food section. Yeah. Um, always add more cloves of garlic than necessary. Oh, I'm sure you've had this yes. already. No, but like, no, definitely have, you, have you not? No. Whoa. Helen's done one about garlic bread. I have. We haven't what, actually what had that it? many. Uh, what was it? You can eat garlic bread with any meal. Yeah. Anytime it says two cloves of garlic in a recipe, add five. Oh, yes. <laughs> not like, I'm not talking a whole, gl- like a whole clove. I'm talking <laughs> like the little okay. segments. Yeah. Um, I fucking love garlic. They are called a clove. A, are they a, cl- isn't it a head of garlic? A head yeah, of garlic yeah. and a clove. Yes, you're right. You're definitely right. Because sometimes I thought like, you think of that little shape as a clove. Yeah, but, but that would not. be a lot of garlic. That w- I mean, I mean like, I would stink. I'd be like, (laughs) and I've never kissed a human being in my life. (laughs) I Um, think it's quite weird with garlic because... (laughs) I don't know what I'm talking about. Because sometimes, like, there are certain things that have garlic in that can make you stink forever. But then there's other things that just... Like I think it's the freshness of the garlic. Joan, yeah, is it? I also is I is? don't mind. I don't mind the people smelling like garlic. I don't mind smelling like garlic. Like I Keeps mean, vampires. I also have no yeah. friends, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> but I genuinely like me and my friends will fucking love garlic. I'm yeah. like I don't care. I'm yeah. like I'll cover me in the shit. Like I'm I'll live for it. <laughs> I used to it's eat. Very healthy for you. It's it apparently is. very good for you. You're supposed to eat a clove a day. Is that what you did? Are I you? wish just raw. Yeah. Oh. I mean, I'm gonna start that rules for life. Yeah, start eating a clove a day. Yeah. Um. I no. I used to when I was younger. There was a deli nearby where i lived and they sold like marinated pieces of garlic in oil with like chili and my mum would buy it like to last a week and i would eat it in one sitting (laughs) and she'd be like what the fuck (laughs) who ate the garlic and i'd be like it was me mother (laughs) (laughs) wow yeah because actually normal amounts of garlic don't translate into the dish you just lose them you'll lose the flavor yeah and it's just like i love garlic look if you're not a garlic person this is not the rule for you but (laughs) i can't get enough personally it's very, no, I'm sure it's it's done you very well, and I'm sure you are in like at the pinnacle of your health because because of all the garlic you you, you have believe. a good immune system. <laughs> but yeah, that is I know that is a thing. you like garlic is very good for immunity. Well, you're not going to get any colds. Yeah, uh, come come the winter season, <laughs> I'm going to be laughing all Stop the way up. to the bank. So, <laughs> did you see there was this Twitter thread a few weeks ago about a woman being like, "What is the like uh, trick or like thing that your one homeopathic friend has told you?" And then there was just like a huge list of stuff. Yeah, I wouldn't let my boyfriend look at it because I knew he'd just go absolutely mad them. and start doing all of them. And oh, I God. said to him, I was like, "Yeah, I was going to send you this thing," and he was like, "I've seen it. <laughs> oh no, <laughs> I've read them all." I was like, oh my God, what? <laughs> like, have spamming now but it like garlic is such a is yeah like one. garlic it's and turmeric it's not something i follow mm. but it's i know it's good for me does I, it th- count in garlic bread absolutely great yeah nah, you're no. gonna be just <laughs> <laughs> oh garlic butter Damn. Still <laughs> oh, you know what i you really miss i was thinking this the other day even this is like disgusting but it's so good was um when Domino's offered the garlic butter oh, to add yeah. to the top of the pizza and Ooh. I'd get it and I'd be like, this pizza is swimming in oil and I am not mad about it. <laughs> this is this is a little bit too good. I was thinking about the uh, the other day, you know how like, and I'm thinking mainly in Sex in the City where they'd go and have pizza and then they like dab the oil off the top. I know, who the fuck does that? I don't understand. Dab it off with what? With a napkin? Yeah. That's because it's Sex in the City. They're all like on No, but that's yeah, like but a if you're thing, eating pizza, you what's the difference? Like yeah, it's like, it's not like you're going to be like, it's half the calories. It's unbelievable. Also, I thought olive oil was supposed to be very good for you that's yeah. why greek people and italian people are all like the all ones healthy. who live the longest love olive oil put that in as well oh i love <laughs> olive oil <laughs> just covered they're in just stuff and like... also there's that one of those like homeopathic things is olive oil so good for you like no idea why but people are like oh oil is so good it's the good oils it's the good yeah. oils <laughs> and i'm literally like 
cover me in olive oil i'm like yeah. i fucking love that shit but i'm like i have no idea why it's good for me or if it actually <laughs> is i've just <laughs> one person said oil. it and i was like absolutely yeah garlic, garlic oil. oil a thing yeah, yeah. and like truffle oil well, it's just oh, garlic oil will just be like olive oil but infused with garlic, with garlic in it. i think isn't it yeah i it need is. to get that in my life yeah, yeah. i mean <laughs> it's very good for you <laughs> like, like when you go to pizza places I just can't stop talking about pizzas today i know uh, you have garlic oil do you? Weird. No, chili oil. Chili oil. You don't have garlic, garlic oil. oil. I've never been to a restaurant I mean, with garlic oil. I would be thrilled. If never lived. Do I, do, I've been where do you go? Uh, I can name <laughs> a few places that do it. Uh, I think Franco Manca does it. Oh, oh. hi! Yeah. They definitely do a garlic aioli, which yes. I adore. Yeah, love right. love Franco and Manco's work. <laughs> great men. <laughs> um, yeah, great cooking rule. Well, there's great. a place. Do you, do you cook a lot? Yeah, I love cooking. I mean, like, I've been a bit shit with it recently just because depression. Yeah. But <laughs> I'm depression pretty... and it's summer. And it's, well, it's <laughs> just so I'm like, Deliveroo <laughs> is my best friend. But, like, uh, I've gotten back into it recently. I love cooking. It's so fun and, like, it's yeah. nice. Like, you you feel really rewarded when you've done it. You're like, God, look, I made yeah. that. Like, I did that. Satisfying. I also can feel like it, sometimes it helps with depression and anxiety, like, because yeah. I like having a task to do. Oh, totally. And then you're sort of, like, really immersed in it, and then you get, a, like, you're doing something, and then there's a product at the end of yeah. it to show. And then you your... get to eat it. You yeah. get rewarded. <laughs> and also, you put a podcast on while you cook. It's yeah. just a delightful pastime. Yeah, it's so yeah. nice. Glass yeah. of wine. It's one of my favourite. Yeah. Before I broke my elbow, I'd gotten really into making fresh guacamole, like, really slowly. Yeah. <laughs> It was just sort of my boyfriend being like, have you made more guacamole? Like it was all we were eating and I just, just couldn't stop doing it. I loved it. Just listening to podcasts, drinking a glass of wine and making a huge batch of guacamole with about eight <laughs> avocados. And now it's hard one handed. Haven't done it for a while. Can't mm. wait to get back into it. It's your guac production. Yeah. Good start. Anyway. The business brand. has really been faltering, but now yeah, it's, it's, it's going to, she's going to drag in a couple of weeks. <laughs> guac attack. Left handed guac. Yeah. Left handed guac. People would be like, what does that it mean? It would be very chunky. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I think that's a very good. If you want some garlic that really sticks around, um, <laughs> you know I do. <laughs> I'll tell you a restaurant where the garlic bread, honest to God, you have one slice and you're going to smell of garlic for like, Perfect. I've been looking for the most potent garlic bread it's in London. Really potent. Yeah. Oh, it's you... not far from you. It's in West Hampstead. Oh, what is it? It's called Bella Luna. <gasps> I know Bella Luna. Been to Bella Luna. They're lovely, lovely I people that run maybe it. Maybe ordered from Bella Luna before. Yeah, it's real. I'll good. be honest with you. Get the maybe. cheesy garlic bread. Hot girl summer of delivery. <laughs> <laughs> but you will, you will really stink. But Perfect. it's worth it. That's all I've ever it's wanted. Is it. to be stinky. Yeah. <laughs> Finally. Goal for life being stinky, being smelling of garlic. Um, should I? Yeah, should I dive yes. in? what's your rule next rule? This one is. Is it a cooking rule? No, but no. I, get, I mean, in a way, <laughs> um, don't keep scales. Oh mm. yes, don't keep weighing scales because mm-hmm. they will only weigh you down emotionally. Ah. Oh, that's good. I haven't had a scale in my house since I was seventeen, and honestly, the amount of time I used to spend thinking about my weight mm. and blah blah blah, I literally, it goes on to so many other things that yeah. that headspace and it's. Yeah the best feeling in the world i'm like the fact that i don't care what i weigh i'm like the only person who needs to know what i weigh is my gp i'm like yeah, i don't yeah. give a shit like it's the best feeling yeah and it's just changed my life and like it's changed my friends lives like i yeah. think it's just like so good for you yeah i i don't haven't had a scale at, at my own house for a very long time but my grandma has one oh. that's a generational one. thing so the it? only time I ever weigh myself and I've stopped doing it because it upsets me too much yeah. Yeah. is uh, at my grandma's house 
and I'm convinced they're wrong because it's on <laughs> slightly soft flooring. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, I've just, I, I think it's just so detrimental because you're it's right, toxic. like your GP needs to know it for like... Well, occasionally. Yeah, yeah. Not, it's not like not day. even no. every time. And also like the difference between like, I mean, it's just like you set these weird unattainable goals of what number you should see when you look at the scale. And it's like, well, actually, as long as you're happy with how you look in the mirror yeah. and how yeah. you, you know, you know what your body's also, meant to settle at, like... Yeah. It shouldn't matter what the number is. It's also such a personal um, and mental feeling. Like, you can wake up one morning and feel dreadful about yourself and wake up the next morning and be look exactly the same, yeah. but you just feel different yeah. mentally. So I think, like, the, you know, scales just add or another addition to that yeah. of going oh well, I have another reason to not leave the house today because yeah, that totally. has made me feel horrific so I think yeah that's a very like positive like thank you I think yeah it's hard it's hard though for people I mean I've got a you know traumatic history with um weighing scales yeah, <laughs> yeah. and you know when and because I had anorexia through my teens and stuff and you would you would literally it would like be a thing like every thursday morning like everyone has to get up at 6am and get weighed and like Ugh. you know it, but i've i had quite an interesting thing where now like i don't weigh myself but it was sort of like a transition of of first it being like actually quite a safe thing because yeah. it was like well if i know i'm here then i'm okay mm. and then i don't have to actually think about it the mm. rest of the day yeah and then to being like and actually i found interestingly like being pregnant and then having a baby actually being really fascinated with how your body looks after itself mm. as in like i think it would be quite easy to like panic or something after you've like you know you put on weight you're pregnant or whatever and like just how your body like just brings itself back to where it needs to be without you yeah. trying and that place is different for everybody totally but actually it made me have such a respect for my body being able to like monitor itself yeah that i was like well, i don't like, need to monitor it all of in like way you know that... intuitive eating and things yeah. like that it's like you know we've unlearned all of these signals that our body tells us like when we're hungry and blah blah and it's like it's like if you can get back in touch with that your body regulates itself yeah. you're fine you don't need to worry like it's yeah. going to be okay yeah and it's like weighing scales just weigh you down yeah. and it's also fatalistic because it's like well what's going to happen to me if it's half a kilogram more like li you know yeah. literally it, it, you become probably like quite end of the worldy yeah. about yeah. a number which makes absolutely no sense and it might just be that you uh you drank too much water also you, <laughs> yeah or haven't done poo yet yeah you might no, see no, i just remember i would feel, like, feel like such a failure though i'd see like a number yeah. of me like i haven't got to lose 10 pounds and like oh, who gives a fuck i'm like honestly I, yeah. i'm like i'd rather eat that sweet sweet garlic oil oh yeah then give a shit yeah for a this. garlic oil bath <laughs> True. Oh. just to treat myself but yeah no, i think but that's it's such a thing uh you know I, I grew up in a world like obviously like i said with my grandma having scales you know uh she always used to drink slim fast yeah uh, and all this business and i just thought slim fast were like nice milkshakes <laughs> just re always oh, no. really wanted one <laughs> but Tasty. like yeah like going that i feel like uh when i was quite young it was quite like a exercise centric in a completely different way than we are now yeah. because now there's this whole thing of wellness which is sort mm. of a load of shit as well yeah. the market of it um but you know the whole aerobics like tv yeah, aerobics yeah. like doing that like it was sort of this obsession with being slim mm. and blah 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 and i think we've sort of come out of that in some way we're sort of now divided into two camps where it's sort of like the 
really skinny influencers who are all about uh, exercising and yeah. like promoting like their clothing brands, but looking great and you know working out and da da da. And then like the other side that's sort of like that isn't that isn't realistic. Realistic. It's not happiness and it isn't healthy. Mm. We're like promoted to think that being incredibly skinny and like overworking your body but I was and like barely eating is healthy. The other day though, we grew up in such a toxic time because oh my yeah. God, yeah. looking back on it now, you didn't realise when you were in it, obviously. But like there was no alternative yeah. to skinny. Like, no. you, d- you know, you look now and there's billboards with people of all shapes and sizes and Dove do their campaigns and everyone does this. But like that was just not there it anywhere. It was not like mm. that. And it was literally, you know, super, super skinny Victoria Beckham. And, ca- and it was every magazine cover. Yeah, and, Paris and it was Hilton. size zero. And that yeah. was cool. And that was, and, and no one questioned it ever. No. People would be like looking mm. severely ill and no one would say anything. They'd be like, oh, yeah. look at her abs. And that was just there all the time. Yeah. And like the, there just, there just wasn't a counter argument. No. It's, <laughs> Which it's is nuts. so mad. But do you feel like we've, cr- like, at this point, like, not, I don't think it's like a turning point, but mm. that we're, we're, like, on our way away from that kind of thing? I think I live in such a bubble of, because mm. I, you know, I curate my Instagram feed to literally only be things that make me feel good about myself because yeah. I'm like, life makes me feel bad enough anyway. Yeah, I'm yeah, like, yeah. I'm only, I'm, yeah. So I don't follow any, like, fitness influence, but I only follow, yeah. like, activist accounts and feminist accounts and body positive accounts and things like that so i'm like wow god the world's amazing yeah. <laughs> and i step out and people are like you are so brave for existing as a fat woman and i'm like i'm not brave i'm like yeah. i'm just existing yeah. and like it, it, i do realize that like the bubble i'm in definitely prevents me from you know sometimes i'm like god solved guys we've mm. done it we've yeah, done yeah, it yeah. everybody <laughs> feels good about themselves and then i go out into the real world and i'm like oh no people really hate themselves still yeah. and we've got a long way to go yeah but like you don't unlearn all of that self-hatred overnight no. like it mm. takes years like Lizzo even posted like I've been on this journey of self-love for 10 years yeah. and even I'm not 100% there and I'm like that's yeah. Lizzo that's yeah, our yeah. god like <laughs> you know so yeah I think it's like I think social media has such a part to play in that in the sense that it can give such um like confidence and support but in only in a specific way mm. that doesn't often translate into the real world. I think it can. I yeah. think it can be so helpful because it's so, uh, you know, uh, communicating with people who yeah. haven't had anyone like that in their lives who would ever, you know, make them feel better about themselves and they can see other people going, oh, I can feel good about my body. Like, Yeah, I mean, look, I get messages especially over summer I was like crying every day because I was getting messages from women being like I bought bikini for the first time in my whole life or like I wore a bikini for the first time in 10 years because of you and I'm like great like that's why you know it's important to just be like this is what a human body looks like in motion like here's my life like but you know it's um we've got a long way to go I do wonder as well what it's like now for the 15 year olds or whatever because obviously it's a different you know there's there's part partly your environment and partly the fact that you've existed mm. uh for however many decades and and your own learning and your own coming to terms with life and yourself so i do wonder whether actually for 15 year olds it's still the same i know I, and I now they've got instagram as well yeah. i used to worry about i've i've got 18 year old twin brothers and i remember when they were like they've grown up with social media and i think they both had 
Maybe it was when they were like 12, 13. Mm. Suddenly one of them started being very picky about what he was eating. And it just broke my heart because I really wanted to like, I was like, what's going on? And I used to ask him, I was like, does Instagram? I was like, I'm really intrigued by it because I went, you know, I didn't have Instagram when I was your age mm. and I'm so yeah. glad I didn't. Yeah, yeah. But, um, you know, I had my space from when I was how old? 15 maybe 16 mm. and top it, friends yeah top friends <laughs> but that was like that was the first thing yes yeah. i'm a bit of and a, that was an about animal. like emo photos and music yeah but yeah. it's but i was like does instagram make you feel bad about how you look and they were like yeah it wasn't even like, <laughs> it, wasn't it wasn't even sort of but how could it not because yeah. also like you're a teenager you don't know that there's an option i remember when i first got instagram i was still a teenager mm. And I just followed all of these accounts because I was like, I guess I've got to follow these accounts. So yeah, I was following yeah. like all of these fashion brands. I was like following like yeah. Kate Moss. And I was like, why am I following? Yeah. I'm like, these people don't reflect me or my life or like yeah. what I'm doing. And I just, you know, but you only have that when you're an adult and you realize that you've got choice over what you look at. Like you don't need to saturate Even, yourself yeah. with that. Even still as an adult, like literally three weeks ago, or maybe I was like, why am I? You know, when you do the scroll in the yeah. evening and I realized that every <laughs> time I'd scrolled, I'd like feel shit. Because I'd suddenly be like, oh, I'm not doing that. And I'm not doing that. And I have And then you're like, unfollow all of those That's what I did. Yeah. And it's I just suddenly went through feeling. and I stopped following like 300 things. Me too. I did that. And I was like, too. this is amazing. Oh, you've yeah. got to do the purge. The yeah. purge is the best. <laughs> I did the purge. Again, was saying this to my brothers the other day. I went, yeah. I did the purge and I went, I found their first ever instagram accounts which everyone should go and follow they're called super duck man uh, and <laughs> wrestling maniac one two three brilliant posted for about eight years um, <laughs> but i and my brothers i said i just went and unfollowed all these people that i never look at or that i don't enjoy i'm always like skipping over their yeah. stories and blah, blah blah and i went and i found your accounts and they went you unfollowed our accounts and i went no i am never unfollowing <laughs> those accounts even though they won't post just gotta keep super them duck man. you've gotta, but, yeah. gotta preserve that yeah. do you think like how you were just saying about uh like well with teenagers like how you know how like middle-aged and older people have kind of taken over facebook and <laughs> you can slowly see them using it how we did but slightly mm. behind like <laughs> now older people use facebook like teenagers do do you think there's going to suddenly be like this match point where like six-year-olds all sudden ha suddenly have like terrible body uh body uh, image issues <laughs> and i don't know why i think they already do <laughs> yeah they do you all think yeah of course they do well all my, my mum's yeah all my mum's friends are like weight watchers and yeah i mean god like still... me and my parents used to go on diets together like really? we would do weight watchers together keto together like yeah. my parents had just as bad body Im image issues as i did like yeah. it's you know it's but it's an epidemic like, everybody feels bad about themselves but i mean like on social media do you think it will start like how nadia i've forgotten how to pronounce her surname which is very bad but she uh, is Julia, Swah I think it's Swahali, you know, the yeah. actress who is in Ab Fab, she yeah. plays Safi. Her sister is called Nadia Swahali yeah. and she's on Noose Women. Yeah. And she posts loads, I love it, on her Instagram yeah. of her like but again this is probably like goes back to like the awful magazines that we used to have when we were younger mm. like normal women in their like swimsuits with heels on but she yeah. just posts loads of pictures of her on holiday like having the time of her life being like i love my body i love what it's done for me like but that's great yeah but you see like it's you know like i've never seen my dad post anything about 
Yeah, but, but I think that touches image. on the there's less of a space for men in the body positive yeah. community, which does need to change. Yeah. Like because it's like men have just as many body image yeah. issues as women yeah. do. It's just you know women have been given the tools to learn how to express their yeah. feelings, whereas men have you know toxic masculinity, all of that fun been stuff. To shut them down. Yeah, so yeah. it's like you know we're we're working slowly yeah. on creating a space for that. But yeah, and this like even with this like Christopher Eccleston story this week, it's mm. like you do get a sense that people don't take it seriously in the same way Mm -hmm. i think some people do but i think there's still like a thing about yeah we 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 just can't like wrap our heads around men having the same issues Mm. which is so weird because obviously because we're the fucking same i don't understand how people don't it's boring got to rule number five. Oh my god have we am I, am I zooming you are zooming, zooming. Sh- honey's got a nail appointment so, so we're really fair, trying to chop through honey this. is sweating because you've got to get her fingernails done <laughs> um no god we've got ages Can i was we? like um but come on tell us rule number five rule number five this is a take on a rule that my grandpa gave me yeah like my grandpa is a lunatic <laughs> uh, i love him but he's a fucking nutter uh i mean as is everyone in my family but he <laughs> once came up to me at a family barbecue and was like and he's like the most adorable he's like four foot nothing like <laughs> tiny little jewish elf man uh and he said darling you never drink the never eat the fruit in pims because it'll make you fucked and i was like <laughs> okay grandpa i'm nine great but one of my rules for life is always eat the fruit in pims because it will get you fucked yeah. <laughs> This isn't one alky fruit. It's like water when you do like a vodka watermelon. And yeah. I say that. I've never vodka had watermelon. one of I, I made water, vodka watermelon for a friend's uh, birthday once. What do you do? Just put vo- you, So you make like holes in the watermelon and you shove a bottle of vodka into wow. the hole. And it, the whole vod- the watermelon can absorb the entire bottle of vodka. You just leave it, leave it for 24 hours. Jeez. Because it, it's got, you know, the water content of a watermelon is incredible. Yeah. The power. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm like, if you want to get drunk fast, eat fruit eat that's been soaked in alcohol. Yeah. yeah, it's not a very poignant one, but yeah, no, one nice, good advice for everybody. It's rules for life. Yeah, you know, it's one of if my you rules. Live by is it. Always eat the apples. Yeah. I live by it. Then I love, I love, I love, I love apples. I love the strawberries. Yeah. Maybe even the orange if I'm oh, feeling crazy. Just, <laughs> just secrets now. Bananas. I guess the mint. I <laughs> banana. The Did mint. you put a banana in pims? Absolutely not. Oh, okay. that would be quite weird. Never put a banana. But you put like strawberry. Is it what strawberry, like strawberry raspberry? No, strawberry raspberry. What I wouldn't even put raspberry. No, raspberry. You wouldn't put raspberry. Like strawberry, apples. Yeah, strawberry, apple, orange. I've never lemon had an apple slice. in a pims. I've never had I, a lemon in a pims. I've had a lemon. I do a strawberry, a lemon, an orange, and an apple, and then some mint. Yeah, is yeah. what I, I think I've ever had apple in pims. Oh, oh the apple's I a real like, treat in pims. That will absorb a lot. Yeah, that it soaks it up like a sponge. Yeah, lovely. What a rule to top it all off. Yeah, and like completely different to the others, but... No, I'm trying to think. I don't think I have any, like, alcohol rules. Yes, you do. Do I? One of yours was literally about wine. What was no, it? No, that was a side rule. Oh, okay. <laughs> it was a sub rule. I said that any white wine, regardless of how horrible it is, as long as it's cold enough, it's, uh, it's any drinkable. wine can be nice. You, I guess that's probably right, yeah. yeah. If you can't but taste it, it's work. basically what you're saying. But that yeah, yeah. Uh, if it's ice cold, yeah. Yeah. even with a cube of ice in it, yeah. Yeah. then maybe. But I've had some white wine that tastes like 
urine yeah Yeah. white wine can be maybe it was urine maybe it probably was yeah i think i really (laughs) no and even with an ice cube in it still had a tang (laughs) (laughs) but yeah no that was that but that wasn't that was just sort of i thought that was one of your key rules it is something i say but i don't really live by it anymore it's more of a teenage rule because i don't drink white wine anymore do you not just 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 did it i just just did it yeah i actually just drink 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 uh drink pure tequila that's the very pure like, tequila healthy thing is it tequila? Like, can i just get a te- tequila soda with a yeah, squeeze of tequila lime? soda lime is this a thing a skinny, what's it called like I a skinny bitch enough. margarita or yeah. something skinny bitch margarita I mean, like, i'm thick <laughs> i just got i'm like a thimble of tequila <laughs> thimble. and then a liter of soda please. i'm gonna lick it <laughs> i saw um i was watching first dates hotel the other week Cla- a classic. and there was a woman on it who ordered a malibu and coke it's the first time I've ever seen another of my kind on <laughs> television. I was about to admitting. go. Who orders a Malibu and Coke? Me. Oh my God, Helen Simmons. And the look Are on the face right, of Helen? the person she was on a date with. He was like, actually, it was Paul from S Club. Yeah. <gasps> <gasps> well, it I've, was Paul um, from S Club Seven. I'm shocked about my drink choice. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's so tasty. I bet it. I bet. But. <laughs> but do you have a sweet? You obviously have a sweet yeah. tooth, otherwise you wouldn't. You like have Malibu. the sweetest yeah. tooth of anyone I know. Yeah. yeah. But I used to drink Malibu as a again teenager. So I think Malibu and white wine out the window. Oh, I was like, a drink? I'm leaving. (laughs) I think at my 18th birthday, I walked around with a bottle of Malibu and a straw. With that was a classic. I used to just drink Malibu straight from the bottle, which is why I can't really drink it now. Yeah, no, I need the need the mixer because that was how we were introduced to drinking is sugary alcoholic drinks. Malibu is Lambrini cherry, exactly a classic beverage, one of my favourites. But that was like Malibu was the Malibu is really nice and the thing is I don't like much alcohol so you've got to just go with what you like but Malibu is the drink for people who don't actually drink very much that or a berry daiquiri from Rowan's Tempin Bowling delicious berries are great I think also it's just like you've got to not care about what other people say about your drink choice yeah. Yeah. you just do what feels right for you yeah. I, get, I get looks that's fine I remember people my... will judge you but yeah. Yeah. fuck the haters <laughs> fuck the haters they only make you stronger yeah. and sometimes if I have to I'll get fucking Coco Canoe what oh god yeah, those... which is like the fancy Malibu oh. it's like fake Malibu yeah Helen looks so nice. It's a fancy version. It's of not Malibu. a sweet. <laughs> it's not. No, it's a bit bougie, isn't it? It's really is it? bougie, and not many because to be, you know, you There's can't. There's no other thing like Malibu. There is not. That is a true statement. My and uh, my friend and I, I used to work part time in a bar, and my there was a boy there. We decided that. Um, like I remember when gin suddenly started coming back into fashion oh, and God, everybody like loves gin, gin now. But, yeah, it's everywhere. Now. But gin used to be like to me, it's called mother's ruin. Like it's like <laughs> a drink for like old nanas. Like and it, it makes an you sad. Gin makes yeah. me sad. Does it? And yeah, it, but it I had can't. like its renaissance. And now like Aperol again, we're going through like all of yeah, these the weird drinks. things Maybe from the seventies. This is what <gasps> me and my friends said. And I said I think the next thing to come back is. And we were going to set up a bar called Malibu Barbie. And all we said <gasps> oh is God, Malibu please. drinks. And the we... floor's sand. Yeah, please. Oh. <laughs> the floor is sand, and there's Barbie dolls. <laughs> please do that. Well, I want go. Midori I to come be... back. I love Midori. What's that? It's, it's like Midori, the green melon. It's green and it tastes like melon. Do you remember when Kim Kardashian was like the spokesperson for Midori do I remember <laughs> it's the happiest time of my life you think so if you just drink Midori I don't drink it like if I she mean, was of ever of course out... she doesn't drink Midori no. it's like a litre of syrup <laughs> I mean she's not allowed sugar I'm sure yeah it's good well but maybe that'll delicious. be the next thing to come back I'm really looking forward to this you comeback. should try and, try and be their sponsor 
Yeah, Midori spokesperson. Yeah. Yeah. Me and Kim K are very similar. Yeah, I think this could happen. Someone. Helen, you can get Malibu. I'll get Malibu. Yeah. What can I Do get? Do you know what? It's really Garlic hard oil. actually to find Malibu in, in cool places. So I think we need to make it cool again. Because otherwise I just have nothing to drink. They need to find new things to mix it with to make it fresher yeah, what could you put it with other than malibu coke? spritz you what? could do like <laughs> um, i'm i'm thinking like a malibu like coconut milk like yeah, kind like, of like a peanut kind of yeah. like yeah. beach energy but you can put like a, a fizzy soda in there to cut through it yeah Ooh. see there could be mint? lots of different cocktails at the bar i'm thinking a bit of mint like chocolate yeah. mint chocolate mint malibu, chocolate mint yeah. malibu. Yeah. Oh. One I of think the we've best done it. cocktails I've ever had was at this place in Paris. Yes, I've been to Paris, and it was <laughs> um, it was Aero Mint flavored. Oh, I love it. Oh my god, I haven't had an Aero oh, Mint in a long yeah. time. A place in Brighton god. that I had the best thing ever, which was oh god, it was like a toffee apple espresso wow. martini. It was like a wow. toffee apple wow. martini, and it was like just fucking grey. Mm. Like it tasted. <laughs> I was like, it literally had toffee in the glass, and I was like, I just this is a pudding, and I'm so yeah. happy. Alcoholic puddings. Alcoholic puddings is all I want. That's where it's at. Do you yeah. know what you might like, Helen? Frangelico. Oh, what's that? that? I love Frangelico. It's basically like Nutella, but an alcohol Kind shop. of nuts, can I? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Why would you rub nut. that in? How sorry. Sorry. Jesus. Sorry you could this. definitely put Malibu on a pudding and it would be nice. Oh my God, a Malibu cake is a genius idea. <gasps> Malibu Christmas pudding? No, yeah. no like, <laughs> I used to or make like, you can make like whiskey infused cupcakes. You could do a do Malibu, Malibu cupcake. cake. That's delicious with like desiccated coconut on the top. Oh, I think we've got a new podcast. I think we've got the Malibu hour. <laughs> <laughs> and you have to drink Malibu whilst Instant you're... Instant hit. I actually kind of like the idea of Or like that. Desert yeah. Island drinks. Desert <laughs> Island drinks. <laughs> yeah, well, thank you very much. Thank you well, for having me. really good rules. Yeah, they you were actually really good. Oh, okay. I'm really glad. I was like, even to yeah. this very moment, I was like, they're lying to me. No, no. no. <laughs> Some they're of lying. the best. They're like, they're never going to air this episode, are they? Some of the best we've heard yeah. <gasps> genuinely lovely, lovely um what's the word uh, spread you've got to have light and shade tonality variety variety that was the word I was spice of life spice yeah of exactly. Life. exactly and you've you did a, one cooking rule you did two very like poignant ones yeah you a did a good one about pims yeah. <laughs> lovely rules lovely anyway. thank, guys thank you for liking my rules thank no, you for coming they were great yeah. do you have any, do you have anything you want to plug uh, yeah. Yes, actually, I've got a couple of things I'd like to plug. Uh, I have got a podcast, which mm-hmm. I imagine when this airs will be out. I've got a podcast right. called The Body Protest, which is all about uh, body image. And I host it with my friend Nadia Craddock, who is a Harvard grad and so fucking smart. Oh, wow, Great. Right. I know, I'm like, and I'm the fun one. <laughs> uh, and then, obviously, yeah, The Pink Protest is my activist collective. I'm one of the co-founders. I'm like, it's mine. I'm like, there's there's four of us. <laughs> um, but, you know, follow that. Check us out. We're always doing exciting campaigns. Uh, and, yeah, and then just follow my Instagram. Thank you. Right. <laughs> follow and like all my pictures. We'll link it. <laughs> Brilliant. Okay, thanks. Thank, you, Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. That was... Honey's episode, episode yeah. twenty-one. What a whopper! What a great one! Our twenty-first birthday. Um, yeah. you know, we we went off in style, eating all the fruit out of the pims. Just like absolutely she told off our face to. now. We're off our tits. I know we sound so, but, <laughs> but we're not. Uh, we've been downing pints of water. Uh, anyway, <laughs> um, yeah. So that was a lovely episode ep- with some good things to follow. I think. Yeah. Don't, don't inspiring. Your, yeah. Don't put yourself down for laughs. No, it's please not, don't do that. It, it might make other people laugh. It's just going to make you cry. Yeah, don't do it. Sad. Don't do it. Um, 
next week yeah. oh in sync there um next week we have the wonderful gabriel bissett smith we sure do who is a writer, writer. and performer actor man does About things <laughs> lots of things um he's he's just had a brilliant show on at the um soho theater which i think is coming back next yeah, year it is. and um Whitewash. it's a really yeah that's what it's called it's a really good episode so please come back and come and sit with us again yeah next week exactly uh, gabriel was actually quite hungover when we interviewed yeah he him. was so it's quite it's relevant quite actually for our 21st birthday that our 22nd one would be a bit of a hangover <laughs> uh yeah thank you for listening and we hope you enjoyed it yeah give us some give us some ratings and all that stuff thanks yeah. cheers rate us out rate us out of five stars <laughs> <laughs> uh, and we'll see you for episode 22 bye bye everyone